everyone to All You Geek Movie Cast, episode 518. I'm morning host Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. Corey Feinstein. Yo.
specific wording, man. Like, yeah, no, a, a very uh, it was a I won't video you, game to me a little bit. Not yeah. Kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, um, yeah, and then uh, the effects were cool. The the dragon was oh, yeah. awesome. The cameo at the end, I was just like, wait a second, is that because uh, going off the original expanded universe, uh, I know I I thought we were gonna see that character at the very beginning. I was like, oh, when it's like we go to Tatooine, I was like, oh, okay, here mm-hmm. it is, here here it is. And then when it wasn't, uh, what's his name's character? I was like. Okay, well, interesting. We'll see how this goes and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's really good. Uh, excited to you know continue to watch it. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's kind of one of those things where like I'm upset again that it's not in like a binge, you know, just Netflix mm-hmm. dump style. But at the same time, it's nice to like have something to look forward to every week. I guess you know. Um, see, that's a yeah, good way to look I, at I, it. It's like I you almost, still have those binge shows. Yeah. I, I still almost have. think we should. I don't know. I don't know if we want to get into this, but. I almost think this allows us to sort of sportcast each episode if we wanted to every yeah. week. We could, we could yeah. uh, you know, discussion-wise, we could have that. We're already been talking for five minutes about it. So, spoilers. Um, yeah, I think that like we'll definitely do a spoiler cast on this sh- of this season without a doubt. So look for that coming up. Um, but you know, I, a great premiere. Like Check it out. Interesting things that I, I got out of this episode that I would yeah. you know definitely want to share with people. So yeah, I'm, probably, yeah, I'm curious because I don't I don't know stuff you so want to do like five minutes of spoilers yeah and if, sure. it, if you guys want to yeah we can do five minutes of it already i mean that's okay it's a long time to dedicate to the mandalorian but we're doing it here let's do it that's fine I'm we got, we I'm got, asking see what people i, the, I would the, say the next the next five minutes of this podcast we're at 13 minutes in now let's say till 18 we're good go for it spoilers don't spoilers. listen anymore if you, want to, if you haven't watched it here come to the spoilers i might i mean if you didn't know that was boba fett at the end how am I supposed to know that? How did you not know that from the movies? It, the prequels. It's the same, the, actor. It's it's the same actor. It's the same actor. Yes. Yeah, yes. They got him back. I couldn't. So tell. what's interesting though is that he's he's like dressed in like the Tuscan Raider clothes with Tuscan Raider ar- like weapons. Yeah. So I like, also I also you know I don't I've watched most of the prequels once. I think well they pulled him out. I, my theory the theory that I was even online is they pulled him out of the Sarlacc pit. Like they are the ones that saved him after the crate dragon killed the sarlacc oh, yeah? that's the sarlacc it killed that's what we're thinking uh um, that's what i'm thinking uh okay. so yeah the thing that yeah like they, i think probably like because they they mentioned how um you know there's no sarlacc in a sarlacc pit if the sarlacc gets eaten right and so obviously the crate dragon eats it yeah. and if the thing that i'm wondering is like the armor is it durasteel or is it uh vesper or whatever it was Vescar. Like, Vescar. Veskar. I thought it was Veskar, but yeah, Veskar. Uh, so, well, in the, I mean, I don't know. Like, we don't know yet because now this is the first, like, because in the after, obviously, he comes back in the legacy stuff or whatever they call it, but um, or the legend, the legend Legends. stuff. Yeah. So, but in here, this is the first time we know he's alive in the, you know, the actual, you know, canon, canon now. New canon, yeah, yeah. Right. So they could make his armor real, but in like the legend stuff, it's not actually. You know the Mandalorian Gen- armor, yeah. it's, right? It's Durasteel, so we don't know, but we know that the acid, you know, because Mando goes into his stomach and he doesn't get incinerated, so we know his armor is gonna keep him safe. So I'm assuming he got eaten, like the, the, the Sarlacc gets eaten wow. by the Crate Dragon, and the Crate Dragon digests the Sarlacc, which then Boba's in the Sarlacc, so he kind of is now in the Crate Dragon, and the Crate Dragon. He can like escape that way or something like that. And that's what I was assuming. And then yeah, he probably 
got rid of the armor. Well, we know that yeah. the armor survived throughout the mm-hmm. episode. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's. Ins- I mean, I thought. I think. I, I think he's. Probably, I thought I think maybe he's that was supposed to be him, but I didn't. I honestly did not recognize him. Yeah. Oh really? Like I. I, I thought it was awesome to finally get him. Like, listen, I I'm the kind I'm on the fence of where I want this guy to not be a Mandalorian. I want him to be, um, like that. I, I would love because listen, I'm not a huge Boba, Boba Fett fan. I'm not. I think he's been overdone. Well, I, think, I, I think this needs to be where you, he gets some legitimacy here. Like, they need to make him matter to that armor because he he's the reason why everyone's oh cool the armor's cool and he's the character that kind of came with it, but the. Character Maybe I'll start that or something, but uh, <laughs> that's cool. So, um, Tony, anything? Uh, besides Mando, I uh, watched most of The Queen's Gambit so far. Oh, yeah. That's the other one. Never mind. I'm starting that first. I'm watching that next. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm watching this. That, yeah, that yeah. is a fantastic show. Um, yeah. I've heard yeah, so I know Corey talked about it last yeah. week. 
but you know i'm a huge chess fan too and then like I, you know he made the comparison to the go uh hikaru no go anime series i love that um mm-hmm. because you know you get part like time piece part you know like yeah Exactly. Game playing lesson, like history kind of stuff like that. And I like that, like with with like the comparison for me mostly with the Hakari no Go is that it's like they have this whole like underworld of Go in that anime where it's like yeah. this hugely popular thing for this subset of people, and then it's same thing here. It's like this chess thing is like this hugely popular game that like in today's age, who cares about chess really? Like computers play it better than humans, so it's like whatever. But here is just like this really cool like underworld of but very popular game that everybody's playing and it's like you become the celebrity essentially right yeah but yeah i mean it's it's a fascinating story about um this young woman who at a very uh young age you know goes through some traumatic uh experiences in life and then what for whatever reason just find stumbles upon uh how to play chess and it's one of those things where um she's considered prodigy or a she just Prodigy. gets it. She Prodigy. just understands yeah. it like yeah. completely to its core. Yeah. Right. She like she knew how the pieces work. She just didn't know the rules of the game and stuff like that. But um, yeah, she just grows up and starts beating like adults um, simultaneously. Like at some point, chess uh, club members. Like she takes on every member of the local high school's um, chess club chess simultaneously. Club, yeah. Like just without losing to a single one of them. Uh, and stuff like that and you know eventually she's like she doesn't even need to look at the board she's just like what what piece do you move and where and then they'll say it and then she's like okay well then my piece is going to move here and that should be check or checkmate or something like that and, it's just and then like, she'll oh. finish the game for people like this is your optimal move this is my move this is your optimal move this is my move and then checkmate it's over <laughs> it's like yeah. you want to play it out <laughs> yeah it's like yeah exactly it's kind of here but the thing is like it, it's not like she's like cocky cocky it's just like she's on like a different i don't know like social spectrum level. well she's yeah, on yeah, a different level for level, people yeah. she's just like she's playing up here everybody else is like playing down here yeah so it's it's kind of like you know like if you're like a math genius and you have all these numbers in your head and you can just like solve everything super quickly other people are like trying to fuddle with cat calculators and stuff it's like um she's just on a totally different plane uh, of existence when it comes to this game yeah exactly but uh, it's a great story. Um, you know, it, it kind of goes from like present day to like flashbacks to like present day and stuff like that. Um, so, which is all know. in the '60s, like present day for them. So it's a, right. it's a piece, and the, the, again, the um, sets and the costumes and art direction—it's all really well done. Like I really yeah, like this. Super, story super well done and stuff like that. And then the main actress too; uh, she does a phenomenal job just um, portraying the character in terms of just like you can believe every aspect of it and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend the show. Uh, it was one of the things that just came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't really hear about it before. Like, it just yeah. dropped. And, like, it started showing up. I'm like, hey, you should probably watch this. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right. It's been showing up, like, like everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, they've, they've been trying like crazy. I was like, all right, I just got yeah. to do yeah. this weekend. So. Yeah. And it's only seven episodes, so it's one-hour yeah. episodes. But, I mean, you can get through the weekend. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, let's get into some news real quick. Uh, we've got couple things happening right now uh the batman is still filming despite the uk's coronavirus lockdown happening i don't know how they got permission to still film does that make sense yeah. mm. as long as they don't leave i guess Celebrity <laughs> uh, they're in their it's in the batman bubble Little bubble yep batman bubble just you can so. film but you just can't go home <laughs> yeah you can't go home <laughs> uh there's no yeah that's uh i feel like that should be a song <laughs> but um yeah. never leave <laughs> you can never leave, yes, but you can never leave. Um, 
so that's something interesting. And we also have Netflix again, right, raising its prices. Oh. Um, One dollar for its premium level, and I think two dollars. People are gonna pay it, man. They're gonna pay it. It's like I'm, I'm. They got me. They've <laughs> last time. Last time I was on this podcast, and I was on here, and I was raving about this fucking increase of two dollars, and now it's a dollar, which is less, but it's up to eighteen dollars, or you know, plus tax, and. They've got me because their content's so good that I'm like, I'll now I'm not still gonna be like a forever subscriber. I'll be like, you know, I'm, when I'm done watching it, I'll unsubscribe. A month here, but, and there, uh, and yeah, take a break. Like I've been, I've been back. a, sure. I've been a solid subscriber for them since probably August right now because I've been watching so much and catching up. So they probably have me till the end of the year, and after that, then mm-hmm. it might, might change. But uh, you know, they have me for a little bit now. Yeah, I highly recommend Business Wars podcast on the Blockbuster versus Netflix. That's such a good podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not terrible. Did they raise the the, the base ones came up two dollars though? Do you think that's gonna cost them anybody or no? No, no, no. base is one dollar. Base is one. Is the premium, yeah. It's no, premium is only a dollar. No, isn't premium? I'm paying seventeen something. The lower tier was only a dollar. I'm pretty sure. So is this was so a dollar around the board? Because this is only eighteen dollars. No. no, I saw one and two. That's what I thought I saw. I don't think so. I might be wrong. Is it because the premium, tons of bitches? Premium, you could two dollars. <laughs> you need to share with up to three people, so that's why. Yeah. yeah well, that's that. the other positive. No, but I'm, I thought I was paying sixteen ninety nine right now. Well, you might I have gotten one. Maybe you got one in before they upped it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, so it's to thirteen ninety nine and then fifteen ninety nine to seventeen ninety nine. You're right. So, but they'll be twenty bucks soon. They're gonna be twenty dollars soon. Mm-hmm. So, HBO and Max. Corona, will Corona World. Like, what yeah. else are you gonna do? But, you know, it's it's like I said, you know, it, it's my my plan is to not get a huge cable package. I'm probably just going to get Internet when I get my own house and it's going to be no cable. Yeah. So I'll be I mean, how many like, I haven't had cable in like 15 years. Yeah. Maybe well, more. We need Internet. That's the only problem is the dependency nope. on the Internet right now is only through cable in most places in this in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's impossible to there's no options. So that's it. They've got you there. Um, but that's about it. So yep. what's this last one? Amazon argues. Users do not actually own their purchased Prime Video content. Mike, <laughs> chime in. <laughs> You've been saying this for years. Go on. Well, yeah. The... <laughs> I know. You've been saying it for digital. I know. It's, I know. it's the same thing, though. I mean. I know. They've, uh, it's the same thing in video games. They, they, it's what the license agreements technically always mean, always meant in the past. But, you know, no one, you could just. Not you don't have what you have buy. It's the the license that can expire, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you don't really buy anything except the right to look at this for a little bit. So yeah. you know, uh, and now that everything is online and digital, like, and if it's always connected, yeah, they they're just gonna take it back whenever they want. So, I mean, it's nothing new. Really, it's really nothing new. I mean, honestly, even like your VHS or DVD or Blu-ray or whatever has the same. Um, it's like you're we're giving you permission to view the copy that's stored on this thing, and they could at any right at any time just be like, yeah, you know what, we're revoking that. Uh, but it's a lot harder to come to your house and right. you to yeah. Yeah. So you know give up those physical blue. products. Right. Yeah. No, no, like I said, the license agreement's always been there, but now that yeah. everything's connected, they have. They can yeah. do it. <laughs> right, exactly. So, But the thing is, like, I, I've never seen that happen at all. So it's just, mm-hmm. like, for people to be up in arms, like, oh, like, MacGuffin, like, don't get me wrong, like, Amazon isn't exactly the best company in the world, especially, you know, if you're talking about Jeff Bezos. But I'm just like, this is a, a whole nothing burger. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Like, 
even if they like did all my movies, all the thing my, is, my whole library, I'd just be like, all right, well, fuck you then. Like, and I'm just, be yeah, like, I mean, right, that's the problem that. is it's going to be a PR nightmare. Plus like if they ever do that, I don't know if we'd be around to like <laughs> care like, yeah, anymore. Yeah. I think that'd be something else at that point. You know, it's like we've moved on. Uh, I don't, I don't think so though. What, what happens when they decide like, you know, the, licensing for like an act like some actor to something terrible and they're like we don't want to have like people watching these movies anymore because this actor is bad or you know some there's some music or something where the license was wrong or something they're like oh we, we need to take get rid well, of let's that edit it we'll just edit it yeah, <laughs> right. well that's the same thing you take away what you had what you thought you had and now you don't you get it yeah but i mean when it comes to digital like they it's just funny how it came up now it's like it's always been in the terms of service it's nobody ever reads that and no it, yeah, it's no. one of those things where the language again you know like with mando we just talked about it's like well i'm not gonna i promise you my hand won't kill you or whatever or die by my hand uh it's like well you're buying the right to watch this for as long as you'd like to until we take that away it's just um the language is people are kind of pointing that out now and I mean, Amazon says it's in that it's in the language, it's in the terms of service. So it's kind of, you know, bummer. But I, like I said, I yeah. think I agree with you, Tony. It's not they're not going to like try to do anything at this point where make it harmful to people or make it difficult for people. They're going to try to work with everyone. It's just coming up because people saw it at some point. Like, well, what, yeah. what's going on here? It's like I just read this just now after ten years of not realizing what this was saying. So it's just it's just it's just a little bit hard to swallow also in the same area where people like stream stuff. I not now it's mostly video games, but they stream reactions to stuff and the more often and they also, you know, pirate stuff mm-hmm. all the time in the same, you know, ecosystem. So it's it's just tough for people to swallow in that area. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a give and take, though, too. Like, you know, the whole streamer should be paying the developers to stream their games. But at the same time, like, that publicity for that game, look at what happened to Among Us. Like, that, that you know, the people being Among Us were not paying streamer. Like, we're not going to have streamers pay them to play their game. They're just right. way more in, yeah. like, like, uh, beneficial for them just to have these people play their game. And that you happens know, so for the So it's most like part, a good yeah. give and take. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right. All right. Uh, let's um, feature let's our topic. Yeah, yeah. Our discussion of the night, which is unfortunately, yeah. yeah, it's a bummer. It's uh, Sean Connery passed away last week. Now he was 90. He lived a very awesome, like long life. Uh, I don't know the cause of death. I'm guessing they chalked it up to the old age kind of thing, whatever that is, whatever the medical term of that is. Um, but Natural yeah, causes, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Natural causes, thank you. I didn't, um, so, I, didn't see, I didn't see anything listed anywhere. No, I didn't know either. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, he, he hasn't been in the acting since, like, 2012. No, yeah, it's uh, been a while. Yep. So, and even then, I think it was voice work. So, looking back... Yeah, though, I remember when uh, he said he was retiring, too. Like, wasn't, like, Finding Forrester, like, one of his last movies saying that was going to be his last film? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he stuck to that, too. He never came back out of retirement. So, uh, you know, he unfortunately passed away, but... Uh, we thought it'd be nice and fun to talk about like our favorite films uh, with him in it. And, uh, you know, I personally won't nominate this movie, but I have to, for my brother, who's not on this podcast, I have to mention Dragonheart, uh, because <laughs> Matt loved that movie. Matt loved that movie. I am the last dragon. Yes, I am the last. <laughs> and the, the, the iconic voiceover. I am the last. 
Sean Connery voiceover work at that point. I was like, Jesus. But, you know, it was kind of funny and he did a great job with the dragon. But I got to give Matt's a little plug for this. I think for me, I mean, obviously, James Bond is probably his most iconic role um, where everybody can recognize him as. But for me, I think like, there's so many like what's the first the like rock, this is all named the, the first rock. movie that, okay i think yeah. the rock is for me like Winners, there was also like what, what, what yeah, i mean do you remember how good he was with uh entrapment after that too like i think he did great in that movie um that so yeah I, I think i don't know for me i think the rock is my most iconic movie for for him i i there's like the hunt for red october i don't know That's who else would put it yeah That's a great movie. yeah so i mean there's some fantastic movies with him in it um, but every time I picture Sean Connery, it's like for some reason you just picture him. That scene where he's walking in the like in Alcatraz, it's at night and he walks out by himself as they're trying to they're going to capture him. He just walks to them, and he's like mm-hmm. he gives himself up when he's giving his. I don't know why, but that's the scene that sticks in my head for Sean Connery for some reason. Like the music that was playing, and uh, you know they mm-hmm. they didn't know who he was at that point. I don't know. So I just I, don't know, I really like that. But obviously, I'm also a very classic Bond fan. And I think okay. this guy is, he defined James Bond. So I don't The first know film that I think of is Ian and Jones' Last Crusade. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But I, yeah. I was going to leave that for some other people. But go on. So, yeah. No, I mean, that's the first film that I think of when I think of Sean Connery. Because I think it was one of the first films that I saw other than Bond him in. And so I always kind of, that's the first film that I go to. Just because it's such, you know, Indiana Jones, obviously, it's like it's such a great movies, and then his role in that was fantastic. He was so good, and uh, really gave that film some weight as far as stakes and stuff towards the end there. And then obviously you mentioned the Hunt for October was such a really yeah. great, um, you know, cat and mouse thriller kind of thing, very tense, suspenseful, and like had that yeah. sit, like edge of your seat kind of thing. Uh, so. And he kind of played a bad guy at first, and then, but did he? Like, who knows what's going on here? We don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, all, it was so good. Yeah, um, I don't know, um, Tony. How about how about your opinions here of the late no, Sean Con? No, I would definitely say you know The Rock is probably my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. See, um, Sean Connery uh, movie, just because like it's you know it's not just him. Like the the way he plays mm-hmm. off of. Um, Nicholas Cage. Cage, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah. It, it's weird to maybe hear that because Nick Cage is such a meme in 2020. But like, I know, but I, I, th- I think he's a fine actor. You know, it's just no, no, I think he, he was like a I fantastic. He, like, he enhanced Nick films. Cage in that movie. Like, he brought yeah. more out of Nick Cage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good, um, what was his name? Good fan. Good something. Good speed. Good. Good guys. Good, good speed. Godspeed. Good speed. Good speed. It's good speed, but he's like Godspeed. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. It's a famous name. So. Ed Harris, man. Ed Harris. I mean, it was just. No, it's just one of those things where, like, it was like, you know, in my mind, growing up, you know, he was one of those, like, celebrities that kind of just, like, seemed, I don't know, like, larger than life in the sense of, like... Superstar. Yeah, like a superstar. Superstar. Like, like, oh, man, this this guy's distinguished, because, like, you know, even when I was a kid, he was an older gentleman, but then you, like, see, like, him in, like, the Bond movies, being younger and stuff like that, you're like, oh, wow, this guy has, like, a catalog and, like, a repertoire and, like, a history, and then in what like uh 2000 when he was actually like knighted uh by queen elizabeth and stuff like that like i was like damn like that that's a solid dude like there you go like you yeah. know that's a traditional man's man kind of thing yeah yeah mike i mean yeah. you're, you're more of the pierce brosnan bond but 
yeah. obviously Brosnan drew inspiration from Connery. No, for me, yeah, like uh, the Connery's uh, era of Bond isn't my favorite era of Bond, but it's obviously maybe the most important because it's the first. Um, yeah, and it, it, it and from for a lot of people will say a lot of Bond fans will say like From Russia with Love is the greatest Bond movie. Um, I would say that yes, <laughs> I, I, I like. I it. love I, that. Movie. I mean, I, I love I, that. going back to me to me. It, all the old, it's they're they're a little bit too aged for me. Going back to see, if, to see if his you movies. go back, my, my thing is like if you go back because because I, well it's just I'm not trying I, to get talking about Goldeneye. But I'm used to thinking of Bond movies as action movies basically, and the action in the old movies is just bad. It's just bad. But I would I would argue that if you go back and you watch Goldeneye, it's got that same campy aged feel that these old older movies have included. So it's like you're basing on there is it's a different thing, but. Uh, Still, These special th- effects were called campy. That's there's the there's two there's <laughs> there's two types of John Connery in my mind. There's the ones the way like pre like our history like you know Bond like young Sean Connery, which was a uh, force to be reckoned with, obviously. And then there's like that the '90s action movie old Sean Connery that we know too that we've been talking about here. And uh, for me, the most uh, iconic one that I remember the most, just because I didn't I didn't really watch too many of them, but I did watch yeah. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, as yeah, a, yeah. as a dad, and it's funny because he's only he, he's really only like 15 years older than Harrison Ford. Um, <laughs> we called the dog Indiana, <laughs> yeah. but no, he he was very funny in there, and um, and it's interesting he's, he's been like kind of like this old guy for a long time now, but oh, um, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I don't think he actually after he got to a certain point he just stopped aging. Yeah, didn't no. he? And um. So that was good. I, I also remember what's considered a bad movie. One of his last movies was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You guys remember that? I was that? gonna bring it up. Yeah. I was gonna bring it. That That's was that movie. was a fun dumb movie. Yes. 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 Yep. He was good uh, for that role. Yeah. When you, when you I just and watch it, you can laugh with Adam, but like enjoy it. For a while, me and my friends were just like, "And the game is on." <laughs> That's how he said. Uh, was it the game was on, or was the game was afoot? I forget. I think it was on, but oh, who knows? Okay. <laughs> he, he could have he could have slid it all together there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also funny how his voice did change a little when he was older. I think he had dentures, maybe. But he actually, I mentioned everything or nothing at the video game as my favorite. Um, one of my favorite GameCube games. There was a spiritual successor just a year or two later where they actually remade. Um, they did a game version of from Russia, from Russia with Love, and they got him to voice yeah, it in like yeah. 2005 or something. It sounded kind of funny having his, you know, 2005 voice through his his younger self, but it, it was still it was just cool that he did that. And uh, the game was solid too. It was based on the same thing, so it's very interesting. But yeah, he uh, obviously he spanned yeah like at least 50 years of cinema and uh, was a big influence for a lot of things that you know we all like. Yeah, and he, yeah, like you're saying, he, he seemed like he was, he always played these mentor roles for a long, like, you know, for a while I mean, now, like Highlander. I mean, and, that's what I was going to say. We oh, didn't even Highlander, mention Highlander. Yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's one of his most uh, recognizable roles, too. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he, I mean, he was very good in that role, the mentor. Dragonheart. Yeah. He's yeah, kind of that true. mentor in that role. Yeah. yeah. I mean, The Rock, he was kind of sort of a, like a mentorish type for good speed. And then, you know, what was that um, King Arthur one? That was. That was a decent the, film, the, too. The Man Who Would Be King or something like that? No, the last... No, the uh, First Night. First, first Night, yeah. First Night? Yeah. And he also first inspired night. one of the better celebrity impressions in SNL history with yeah. the 
Connery on Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. I forget the persona of your mother's a whore. I mean, he played, he played King Arthur like... He played King Arthur like three times in his career and Robin Hood once. I know, like... Oh, right, right, right. It was crazy. He was in Robin Hood, um, Prince of Thieves, also He's, as yeah. King Richard. Yes, as King Richard. That's right. As an un- uncredited role, and you're just like, "What, Sean Connery? What the fuck?" <laughs> he just comes in. Uh, and it's yeah. like uh, seeing Patrick Stewart at the end of uh, Men in Tights. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's what they did. That Men in Tights was based off of that. They got Patrick Stewart. Um, but I mean, yeah, he he had such a great impact on on film that like you really hope that more youth kids like they check it out like all of his older stuff because it's like the range he had also in terms of his um different roles i think that it was it was pretty well done for him um and you know like i I kind of like equate like i don't know is liam neeson kind of similar um to what we got with with sean connery now he's kind of like that person who's he's got that ranged role where he's obviously bread and butter into action I he like has Liam that. Neeson, but I don't think yeah. he's there. I don't think okay. he's going to be. I, I, he's probably I think the closest he's close. to it, though. That's like, why I was thinking who's the closest I mean, if, today. If, if, you, him. if you count nationality, maybe. No, I'm not using nationality. I'm saying, <laughs> like, not, just Scottish Irish, but, yeah. Yes, yes. But, I mean, uh, I, I guess. Uh, I think the fact that, uh, you know, he was the definitive James Bond for so long when he was younger sort of gives him a like a Liam Neeson I don't really remember much of him before he was Qui-Gon Jinn myself yeah yeah so I mean it's true so all right anything else to add for Sean Connery are we good I think we're good so that's uh gonna wrap up this episode of the movie cast thanks for tuning in you can write us pot um all you can geek at gmail.com uh follow us on twitter all you can geek like us on facebook if you're watching this on youtube hit that subscribe and that like button we appreciate it. Also, check out some of these Sean Connery films. They're, they're fantastic. It's a good watch to watch. If you haven't watched The Last Crusade, please, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever. Uh, thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week.